I'm starting today's episode with an audio apology because the audio that you're about to hear in my welcome segment is not top notch the way that I prefer and the way that we always do it here at Fun Love Media. My microphone messed up and I did not know that until I was done recording, but I told this fun story and I I told it off the cuff candidly and I want you to hear it. So I'm still going to share this with you. It's not horrific, but it's just not the best. So my apologies to your beautiful, wonderful ears. Thank you so much for still listening and here we go. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 196. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Y'all, I have got Kyla Janelle on the show today. She is a social media creator with over 170,000 followers on TikTok and Instagram. She is always lip syncing and dancing to throwback jams. She loves 90s and 2000s like hip hop and rap. Um, Homegirl is super cool. And we had a really, really great conversation just hearing her story about getting started on social media, growing her following, what it's been like, how it's impacted her life, her real life as the mom of four um, and, and working and all the things she does in her life. So that conversation is coming up in just a few minutes. You do not want to miss it. It's so good. Before I dive into that interview with you, though, I have to give you a breakdown of how things went at my event. Um, In June, we had Social Success 2023 in New Orleans. That is the annual event for my membership, Small Biz Social Society. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I'm sure you've heard me talk about Small Biz Social Society. It is a membership for small business owners that are social media creators and social media creators that are small business owners, right? But it's for ambitious next level business owners and creators. Um, It's not for um, basics. It's not like a foundation thing to learn the basics. We're really um, taking creators that already know the basics and, and going to the next level with this community. And it's so fun because we get together every year in person. We've done it two years in a row already. And this time this summer, it was in New Orleans. So I wanted to share with you just the story of how it went. So um, it's a weekend thing is how it went this time. And uh, we held most of the festivities at Hotel Monteleon in the French Quarter in New Orleans. And so the first, so I arrived on Thursday and, um, and some of my team members as well. And what we did on Thursday night was anybody that was there already, because most everybody arrived on Thursday into town. um, We got together for like a nightcap drink at the bar at Hotel Monteleon, which is the carousel bar. So if you've ever been there before, you know that they actually have a carousel bar where it's like you sit at the bar and it rotates very slowly around the bar. And so it's um, very cool. It has like the carousel merry-go-round type vibes and decorations at the top. And the whole place is just a really fun, super New Orleans-y place. They have live music on Thursday nights. So like when we were there, it was just 
um, live music, lots of people, you know, loud, exciting, and all of that. So we got together for drinks, and uh, and it was just so cool to see everybody, um, most of which I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, and we don't get to see each other very much in person, right? Like we are a, a, a community of people. Yes. But like everything's virtual, we're on social media. So it's cool to get together in person. Um, so yeah, we had drinks on Thursday and then on Friday morning, we went to Cafe Du Monde, like a, just a small group of us that wanted to walk down there. And, um, there were several people in our group that had never been to New Orleans before. So it was so cool for them to experience all of that for the first time and like for, you know, to witness that. So Cafe Du Monde was delicious. Of course. Um, we had a funny incident with the waiter. That's a whole other story, but we, <laughs> we had a good time. Um, and then the big, um, thing on Friday during the day is, um, was our photo shoots. So everybody that had signed up for it, uh, got a photo shoot, like a personal branding photo shoot where you get like headshots, you know, um, uh, by this awesome photographer, Meg, um, mellow photo. Okay. But it's spelled M E L L E A U X. All right. She's in new Orleans. Look her up. And she came into my hotel suite and set up and she had different colored backdrops and I had music and I had a fan. So we had like our hair blowing moment, you know, and, um, we did photo shoots right there in my hotel suite, um, for each individual person. And everybody had 15 minutes with the photographer and we just rotated people through. It was so much fun. Um, some people changed clothes and got pictures like in two different outfits. Um, some people brought props. It was just, um, fantastic. And these pictures can be used by everybody for whatever they want. So they can be used on social media. They can be used on their websites, on their emails, uh, podcasts. Uh, I think one of the photos that I took actually is going to be my new, uh, uh, podcast artwork for this show for social sunshine. Um, just, there's so many, cool things you can do online whenever you get a photo shoot like that. So everybody, um, got their pictures done. We had fun. We were cheering each other on and hooping and hollering and playing music and all that stuff. So it was, it was really, really fun. Um, and then Friday night we, um, went to a group dinner and, um, almost everybody got to go to that. And that was super fun. We went to Antoine's. So Antoine's is apparently like the oldest or one of the oldest restaurants in New Orleans. And, um, it was, it was delicious. Everything was good. We had a little private dining room uh, called the dungeon room. It didn't really look like a dungeon. Thankfully I had some color in there, but <laughs> that's where we were um, as a group. And then when we were done eating, they let us like look around toward the back of the restaurant because they have all this cool stuff back there. They have these other um, private dining rooms, but they're like themed and there's like a Mardi Gras room and stuff like that. And it has all this old historical stuff and memorabilia. So we got to look around there. And then they showed us their wine cellar, which is like insanely large, long. It goes just like the length of the building. Um, and we just got to get a little tour of all of that. So that was, that was really, really cool. And um, it really just kind of made the whole night very... Um, just like a little extra something special, you know, after dinner and having dinner with everybody was cool. I mean, it was fun. We were laughing so much and everybody getting to know each other better and all that stuff. So it's nice to have our little, our little group dinner. Um, and then the kind of big day, the workshop day is was Saturday. And, um, that's whenever everybody got together. 
everybody that was in attendance was, was, you know, that was coming that weekend was there on Saturday and including the entire fun love media team. So all six of us that work at my agency, fun love media, we were together in one room, which is very exciting because that does not happen often because we don't all live close to each other. Um, so the fact that we all got to be together and get some pictures together and talk and visit and have fun, it was really, really special for me to, to have everybody together. So, but the whole, the whole group, all the, all the members and attendees were there and we had a meeting room at the hotel and we had it all set up nicely and then had like a step and repeat over, you know, so like if you're not familiar, a step and repeat is like the backdrop where you take pictures in front of, like maybe on a red carpet or something, <laughs> but we have our own small biz social society step and repeat, which is like very exciting for me. Uh, when I got that last year, I was like, Ooh, I'm living the life with my own step and repeat. Um, but we had that set up and, um, and our photographer Meg was back and she got pictures of the whole event day and we got to take pictures in front of the step and repeat. And, um, we did some learning and some group discussions. Several people spoke to everyone and helped everyone. We had a smartphone photography class where we just went over some things with smartphones to be able to like really optimize the features that you have. And, and, um, you know, because being social media creators, you know, you're usually creating with a smartphone, which is what we create all of our clients content at fun love media. We use smartphones, um, because we're so social media centric, you know? And so it was cool to like, let everybody talk about that. And like the Android people kind of had, their moment and the iPhone people had their moment and that was really fun. And we even uh, made some videos um, there together. I mean, you know, of course we had to, and that was super fun. If you haven't looked at those, okay, you've got to go check them out. Go to my Instagram at Brittany Crossin and uh, you'll see the ones with the step and repeat in the background. It's like a black and white colored um, backdrop. And we made some really fun and funny, um, videos that day. So, and then, um, after that day's over, I mean, it's a tiring, you know, long day for, especially for my team and me, like it's, you know, we've got a lot going on, but, um, but we still spent some time together that evening and went out of the town and, um, had some dinner and explored French quarter and, and had a drink and just kind of visited and hung out for a little while. So, um, so yeah, so that's a, uh, that's like a, that's a long story short, <laughs> but that's how our weekend went. And, you know, um, somewhere uh, mixed in there were, um, uh, readings. We had readings done at, um, what's the place called? Um, Earth Odyssey, I think, uh, me and some of the other gals that were there, we had readings. So I had a tarot reading and tarot card reading and a past life reading, which I'd actually had a past life reading there before. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fascinating. So we went back or I went back and some of them had never done it before. So my, um, my past life reading this time was weird because she told me about two different past lives and I don't know how I felt about either one of them. I mean, I feel like maybe I kind of connected with at least one of them, but it was kind of, I don't know. It was kind of weird, but like the tarot card reading was, um, quite accurate so far because she actually went in like chunks of time. So she talked about next week, next month, um, from now until next year. Like she went, you know, in those phases of, of time like that. And so at the time she told me, um, she said, so next week is going to be a lot. She said, there's going to be a lot happen and, and you don't have to resist or freak out. Like just hold on and go for the ride. 
And she said, whether it's all good or all bad is not for us to worry about, but it's going to be a lot. She said, it's going to be like, bam, bam, bam. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And, um, sure enough, the next week, not only did my mother-in-law pass away that week, so that would be the bad, um, thing that happened that week, but simultaneously work-wise with Fun Love Media, it was a great week. We were busy and we had new clients interested. We had a new client sign on. We had, um, another new client almost signed on. They signed on the next week. Like it just really, things were just like popping in Fun Love Media world. And it was a whole lot going on. So she was spot on. In fact, that went on for a couple weeks. In fact, when this episode's coming out, we're probably still busy as hell actually. So, (laughs) which I'm thankful for. So, um, um, anyway, so it was really fascinating to see that that was accurate, you know, and I was able to voice, um, voice record her. They don't let you video, but they let you do the voice memo thing. So I have a, an audio recording of, of the tarot reading. And so, um, so I can like reference back to it, you know, and listen and, um, see how I feel about it or see if what she said happened or whatever. So, so we'll see, we'll see, but it was a fun experience. And, you know, these events for small business social society have been a, dream and vision of mine for, for years, whenever I, um, well, I mean, for many, many, many years, I've always wanted to, of course, be in front of large audiences and groups of people. I mean, as an actor and a performer dancer and everything growing up as a kiddo, um, that's all I ever wanted to do was to be in front of an audience. And as I grew up and, and started this career in social media, um, which is a whole other story. I'm sure I've done episodes about my actual story of my career and I should probably do an updated one soon. But, but, you know, as I started into this career of social media and really loving it, cause as a performer, I'd love to create content. It makes me feel really, really happy. And it feels, um, feels good. Um, I started to realize that I was going to be able to access large audiences in a different way. You know, I thought as an actor, it would be on, on television, it would be very traditional. And then maybe after television, there'd be some film and maybe there would even be some Broadway and that kind of thing. And, um, and, and, and although here in Texas as a Texas actor where you're kind of limited right on what you can do, I have done some television and some movie work and a lot of theater work. Um, I didn't like go hardcore for all the big things. Um, I ended up in this career in social media and it made me just realize like, well, there's still ways to get in front of audiences, right? You know, I mean, shit, <laughs> I've got uh, millions and millions and millions and millions of views on social media. So that's a hell of an audience. And having these events in person allows me to be in front of this community of people in person, you know, and really impact the audience. It's the, probably just the, the theater lever in me that wants to be in front of people in person, you know, and, and, and have that impact on everybody and, get together and there's just nothing like an in-person event, especially when you're a social media creator, because a lot of times people in your real life don't, um, don't get it. <laughs> they just don't quite understand what we do. Right. And so it's so nice to get together with business owners that are social media creators, just like you are and, and have fun and make some content together, brainstorm together, have some group discussions, learn some things. And, uh, and just connect, you know, in a way that you you can't always do with with other people in your life. So that's what makes this community really really special. And and like I said, it's not you know it, it's not the kind of community that would be for you if you're trying to learn the basics. Um, there's lots of other resources for that, I'm sure. But um, we are 
a group of people that are, you know, intermediate to advanced level social media creators that also are business owners that are just ambitious and mission driven, right? Like, uh, you know, we're the world changers <laughs> is what I like to say. So I'm really, really proud of our second event. Thank you so much to um, my fun love media team that helped me make it happen. Um, it's a humongous fucking project, even with the, the community, um, being smaller the way it is right now. I know as we, as the community grows, the events will grow and I, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait to have an event with 500 people there and we will. Um, but yeah, it's a big project. And so I appreciate all of the help and the love and support that I had throughout the process because it's definitely not, it's definitely not an easy process. So Anyway, if you want more information about Small Biz Social Society, just go to smallbizsocialsociety.com. Uh, follow Small Biz Social Society on social. I mean, we're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, the whole shebang. And of course, you follow me so you can stay up to date because enrollment only opens during certain times of the year. It's really inexpensive. It's only $18 a month. But again, it's just if you are kind of an upper level social media creator and a business owner and uh, you want to be involved in a community of like-minded people that are doing badass stuff that are sharing on social media, running their businesses and everything. Um, you're the community for you. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that story. It was a super fun weekend in New Orleans. Thanks to everybody that came. I appreciate it so much. It meant so much to see everybody in person and hug you and have fun with you and dance with you and all the, all the cool things that we did. All right. Coming up next is my guest, Kyla Janelle. All right. Today's guest is a digital creator sharing content with your favorite throwback jams and her on-point lip-sync skills with over 170,000 social media followers. She's inspiring and bringing joy to so many people across the globe. And a fun fact, before TikTok even existed, her family always told her she should be um, on the show's Don't Forget the Lyrics or Lip Sync Battle, which I have to say I agree with your family. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. Kyla Janelle. Hi. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. I'm so glad that you're doing this with me. So everybody, we've known each other on social for a long time, but we've never actually met like this. So y'all, we're all in this together. We for the are. First time. So good to finally speak to you. I know, right? Because usually we're just like dancing and then like we're dancing, dancing and kind and of lip syncing back and forth. Like right. that's our, that's like our love language. Um, well, okay. So that's funny about the shows about, cause it's so true. Like the lip sync yeah. battle and all of that, like they need to have episodes of those shows where it's social media creators and not just like traditional oh, celebrities. Right. God. Yeah. We would totally kick the celebrities asses. <laughs> yes, we would. Me and like a bunch of people I know from TikTok. Right. <laughs> It'd be so yes. we, we could have like a, like a band, but you know, like a lip sync band. <laughs> I love it. I love that idea. <laughs> Um, okay. So tell everybody, um, a little bit about you, as far as just like your background, where you're from a little bit about your life, um, before blowing up on social media before all that. Well, it was quite different. So I'm from the Chicago area. Um, I was just telling you, I lived in Vegas for about eight years and moved back here in 2020 before social media. I was a school counselor and so I was in school for about 10, 10 years doing psychology, grad school, and education was like a big part of my life. And I was not doing much of anything fun. Okay. So like social media has been the biggest, amazing outlet for me. I have four kids. So I've been doing that as well, having babies and all of that. Um, 
And yeah. And then in 2020, that's when I started uh, the TikTok thing. That's when you started the TikTok thing. Yeah. Four kids. Yeah. You got, you've got me, you got me beat by two. I only got two. <laughs> two is a I lot. I always thought it would be cool to have four. I felt mm-hmm. like, I don't know why I like, like made that sound sexy in my mind, but how is it with four kiddos? It's, you know, it's funny. Cause my, um, my oldest son is 23 and then my youngest is four. So oh. it's like, a, yeah, I've got them all. And then I have like a, I'm forgetting their ages. One's 11 and another one's seven. So they're just all over the place in terms of ages, but it's so fun. It's crazy. But keep keep you young. Keep you young yeah, with that four year old, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got that right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So does so does social media too. It all keeps me young. I feel like I'm 20 something in my brain still. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Same. Okay. So let's dive into the social media stuff. So yeah. you started on TikTok in 2020. Yes. Why? What even made you want to do it at all? I don't know. (laughs) I was like, before that I was never on social media. I was like barely posting on Facebook. And then it was the whole COVID lockdown. You know, I think that's when a lot of people just started just out of like, okay, we're sitting at home. What are we going to do? Oh, let's check out TikTok. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. I created an account. I started making just like fun videos with my kids. And then I was like, holy shit. I love this because it's dancing. It's you know, being goofy, doing stupid things like, you know, lip syncing, music, fun. Like I was like, this is awesome. So I just fell in love with it immediately. Yeah, That's cool. So did you, after you, okay. Okay. So you first have videos with your kids and stuff. When did what we all know now of your content come to be? Was it pretty soon that you decided to start doing like throwback music, lip sync stuff? Yeah, it was pretty soon after I just started playing around with it. I started doing um, like trends and just doing different things. But part of me was like doing the music. So that came so soon, right? Um, my first viral, I hit like 1.5 million views. It was, it wasn't like nineties hip hop. It was me and my sister just doing a, a TikTok dance, talking about our age gap. But then a couple videos later, I did like a Snoop Dogg thing and that did pretty well. And I just kept doing that, uh, for the most part with some, right. things, you know, sprinkled in, but right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how you so just unapologetically, just like use music that some people might be scared to use because of like the kind of music it is and like the things that they're saying in the music, but you're just so real about it. You're just like, this is what we listen to like that. This is normal. I mean, for you and for me and a lot of people out there, like, have you ever gotten any sort of like negativity or any pushback or, or anything from anybody like in your real life or on social that's like, like, uh, rap music and that kind of thing? You know, not in my personal life, which is because people all, I mean, I feel like this is all I've been listening to this music. I mean, I like all kinds of music, but I don't know. People that know me know I listen to it right Um, on social media, not really either. Um, But I will Mm -hmm. say you bring up kind of a good point, especially in the beginning. I was a little bit afraid to even say the F word or the S, you know what I mean? Like this was very private. I was never I never posted a selfie. Okay. Like, <laughs> I never, like I didn't do anything that was, um, you know, risque at all. But as I started to get more comfortable, I was like, you know what, screw it. Like this, like you're saying, this was the music we grew up with. And if I'm going to eliminate 
certain songs, I'm going to eliminate most of them because they all work bad. A lot of, well, not all, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. A lot of explicit lyrics. Yeah. We, we really did. And I feel like it's so normal in my mind. So like whenever I run into someone or a situation where I feel like, like just saying shit would be bad. Like I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. Some people live like that. (laughs) Like it's it's kind of mind blowing to me because I don't know about you, but like, and my husband and I kind of joke about this too, just like the way we were when we were younger in general is like, is like cuss words are not like, it's just like slang words. Like it's just the way you talk kind of thing, but it's not always meant to be like directed at somebody and be like negative. You know what I mean? So to us, it's so casual and the norm, but I, and and the same with music. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. 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 People just need to calm down. Um, (laughs) Well, so, okay. So you, so pretty soon after you started, you got some good views. So do you feel like a lot of your following has it been kind of spread out? Do you feel like you grew a lot of the beginning less later, or has it been like a roller coaster ride? Like what's that been like as far as just growth and views and exposure and everything? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that first, maybe year, year and a half, maybe even two years on TikTok was a lot of growth. And I think it was pretty steady. I would say like, I had a few videos that would do really well. And like, I don't know, that's now you're, cause I have like 800 videos, right? It's hard to think back that far, but I think it was most of my growth was in the beginning, I would say. I don't know if, if that's like the same for a lot of people on that platform, because I do you think so? Because I feel like a lot of my friends, a lot of creators have said the same thing. Right. Yeah. That's yes. A lot of, a lot of people on TikTok, like us that would have been there for several years. Um, I feel like have definitely seen a decrease in numbers over the past, like, I don't know, six months, year, whatever it's been. We're recording this in summer of 2023. So, you know, a a chunk of time and you're right. Like before that. And I think that who like, it's a combination of things, right? Like some of it is beyond your control, right? Cause it's like algorithm crap and whatever, but Also, it's like we did start whenever, like you were saying, like a lot of people were at home, a lot more people were using social media and it was like this exciting new thing with TikTok. So I I think that it was like kind of almost easier to get, you know, the higher numbers or something than it is now. Right. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good for somebody out there to hear because, um, I've seen a lot of people talk about it that have been around for a while. Like we haven't, um. And they get kind of bummed out about it. I'm like, oh, I think it's happening to everybody. So yeah, it's everybody. And you know, we're still going, right? We're not just right. going to quit and get like discouraged. No. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, so, it's so fun whenever, whenever you decide to like you have and like create content around something that you already love, like that's already fun for you, the music and all that, like it makes it to where you don't want to quit. Cause it's just like this cool part of your life. Like, how does it work into your life? Like, do you, um, do you feel like it's brought you any opportunities? Do you feel like it's giving you ideas or it's impacted your regular life? Like, how is it just the general impact of it? You know, I feel like it's brought me, it's definitely brought me opportunities and I have, um, declined a lot of opportunities as well. I'm very picky, you know, 
because I don't know, there's, there's something about the authenticity of it all for me. And like, even just like being an influencer and all these emails I get about, you know, you collaborating and I'm like, no, 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 no. I might say yes out of that 100th one, because I'm just not gonna, you know, do anything that doesn't like mesh well with me, you know? So, um, but I have done, I've met a lot of cool people I've done. I mean, even things like, like we took our second trip to Vegas this past year with all the creators and we're planning to do that every year. So I've made friendships, like real friendships with people. And I think that absolutely has been the best part. Um, but yeah, opportunities. Um, I've worked with, um, I've collabed with Rock the Bells, uh, which is LL Cool J's company. Um, I've worked with, I have did a dancing thing. I, I've, I've done a lot of different things. Um, so I guess it has impacted me a little bit in my, in right. My yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and you're right about the relationships, like the people thing. I mean, yeah. it's just, there's something special about those of us that are creators on social media that like the rest of the world doesn't understand. They don't, they don't get it. And it can make it difficult as a creator, right? Because maybe sometimes the people in your real life don't really understand what the hell you're doing. Like, right, right, right. you're weird. Why are you doing this? <laughs> but to all of us, it's normal and it's fun and it's this positive thing. So it's cool to like meet other creators and then yeah. have genuine friendships with them. So you can kind of support each other and have fun together. Yeah. That's been the best part. Cause yeah. we all get each other. Don't we like, right. Oh, <laughs> 100 percent yeah um was that for was that was the vegas thing a special event or are you just talking about just like a fun trip no so we go to the lovers and friends um they have a big concert every year they started it two years ago so it's all like the 90s r&b throwbacks so. oh that's right i've seen you yeah. talk about that okay yeah, so we do that and then like next year more people are coming but they had a couple weeks before that they had an event that some other creators were at. And it's literally a few, few weeks before that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I heard it, oh, cheer choice. Yeah. 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 And I, I thought that was like a cheerleading thing. <laughs> when, I, when I first saw people talk about it, I was like, what is this? Why y'all going to a cheer competition? Yeah. Right. Um, but yes, I get it now. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, no, for sure. And like, I, I actually host an annual, um, event for the membership that I have that is like, social media centric, you know? And so, and we just got together in new Orleans not long ago. And it's the same kind of vibe you're talking about. Like you get to hang out with other people that understand your thing and have fun and like make videos together. And like, come on. It's like, we're all able to be like children again, like playing, but this version of playing. Totally. totally. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh my gosh. It and I so just love what you do on social media too. You just have a blast. And oh, thank you. I do. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck it. We're just like, we ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good no, time. No, we ain't here for long. That's right. <laughs> um, so what about your, your family, your close friends, your people in real life? Like how have they reacted to your, you know, success on social and, and you getting all these followers and views and stuff. Do they think it's weird, cool, crazy, a mixture of all of them? Probably, probably a mixture. You know, I actually don't talk about it much with people. It's not something I bring up. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I feel like some people might just be like, uh, like they don't get it. Like we were just, you know what I mean? Um, but mostly my, my close family, they've been supportive. Like my youngest sister has been in videos with me. So it's been fun with her. Um, my kids, they've seen me do TikToks, especially in the early days where we were locked down. So they're just like, okay, there's mom doing TikToks, you know? Um, 
but it, yeah, I guess it's been a mixture. I haven't had anybody say like anything negative to my face. You know? good. So, right. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's cool. Cause I mean, you know, some family, some people have family members that can be a little outspoken about, um, right. I mean, I don't know. Everything. They could be thinking it, they could be thinking it, but they might be thinking it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay if it. they do. Cause <laughs> well, you, so you previously, um, when we were planning recording this, you had mentioned, um, about like mental health and social media and that whole connection. Right. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that in general? Cause that's such a huge topic of discussion on social media. It is so huge. I think there's like a couple different topics around that. One is the time we spend on social media, just the time alone and, and how we can maintain our own mental health. Right. And, um, the other is like dealing with the haters, you know, and the negativity. And for me, that has been like a huge thing. And it didn't really start until Instagram, (laughs) Instagram exponentially is, has been worse than TikTok for me (laughs) personally. Yes. Yes. So, um, I feel, what was your question again about This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at Brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. Well, just like, just, well, I mean, you've already answered some of it, just talking about how social media can impact your mental health oh, and, and just how yeah. to like navigate that really. So how have you done that with, so, okay. So you're having a pretty good experience with TikTok going along, like not too much negativity. And then you go to Instagram and you're getting more. I mean, how did that feel? How did you, did you reply to people's negative comments? Did you ignore them? Did you block them? Like, how did you personally handle that situation? Right. So I've handled it in all ways possible and all of the above. I've tried all the, all the ways I will say that, um, the best way to, for me to handle it. And I think for most people would be to just ignore or even delete like the comment. Cause it feels like, uh, you're physically like doing something. You're physically moving yes. them away. Like by, cleaning out the out, crap. Yeah. yeah. Cleaning <laughs> out the crap. Um, and you know, but I have, you know, replied, you know, um, I will say I have not really engaged going back and forth. Cause I think that is just a waste of freaking time and energy, you know? Yeah. Um, I've also tried to like kill them with kindness a little bit, you know, like it depends on the comment, you know? So I've had people bring up, um, 
you know, like, like race or something, if, like a, a yeah. sensitive subject like that. So yeah. there's been a couple, more than a couple of times that I've responded with an understanding, you know, maybe because of my background, you know, and half the time I get positive comments back half the time I don't. Um, So I've done a little bit of everything, you know, but I would say ignoring is my favorite way to usually deal with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You're probably right. It's I've been in a few back and forth over the years because you just kind of like, I just like, from my perspective, this is like a long time ago. I really try to avoid that now, but like, I'll be like, I just want to like explain and convince them that like they're wrong and I'm right. And I'm actually a nice person and they should like me. <laughs> like that's kind of like right. the mentality. And it's like, okay, Brittany, calm down. Like, this is not, we don't need to convince them of anything. And I learned that really, really quick. I will never forget like my first negative comment on TikTok. And I don't even know now what, what it was. Cause I've gotten so many since <laughs> Right. <laughs> just in general, but I just remember being like, Oh, I need to like say something and I need to like fix this. So there's no negativity. And then you're right. You realize over time that it's like, it's really not your job to no. convince them of anything. Right. I mean, right. Nothing. Right. Because you might, even if you did convince that one person, there's going to be a next one and a next one. And it's just never going to stop right. because people right. are just have low self-esteem and they want to, you know, break others down. Right. No, it's so true. And, and some people, you never know where they are mentally, like as far as, you know, I mean, you never know what they're going through or what kind of person you're dealing with. So that's the way that I try to explain it to people is like, don't always assume you're dealing with someone that's totally clear headed and, and is like logical and rational and all that, you may not, you may be dealing with a totally different type of right human being or situation. So, so like whenever you do see him though, like, how does it make you feel like, are you good about letting it roll over your back or do you feel any sort of a little punch whenever that happens? Um, I think it depends. So, you know, I think it depends on it's, you know, it's dose dependent, you know, it's kind of like how many, how many comments, negative, negative comments am I getting? Um, or it's, what is the content of the comment? You know, is it something that really dug, dug, dug into something, you know, for me, or, um, am I already in a bad mood? Am I already pissed off? And this, you know, Joe comes over and says some shit, you know, or is it, um, you know, it's just a combination. So for me, there's days where I don't care at all. You could say something and I'm just like, Mm, just another, <laughs> just another. Yeah. and then sometimes, you know, it does, it does get to me. And I think we're all human, you know, so we can't be expected to not let negativity impact us. And so a lot of the times I try to balance that with surrounding myself with as much positivity as I can, you know, whether it's the music or other people on social media or listening to uplifting podcasts or anything, because you cannot, it, it is, it can get really negative real quick, you know, and it can start to impact you. So, right. Yeah. 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 I feel you on that. I do some similar things. Um, I wanted to ask you also about the, the process that you go through, of, I mean, or whatever your process is, it may be minimal it may be extensive, <laughs> but like when you are creating content, so are you, do you like to plan things? Do you not like to plan things? Do you like to, to batch and, and record multiple videos in the same day or not? Like what's your, what's your vibe when it comes to actually creating? So now um, I would say the past year has been a little different because I've been kind of scaling back on how frequent I've been posting. 
But what I used to do, um, and I, I actually still try and do this as much as I can. I like to batch, you know, I like to do like two to three days, maybe a week and just do a bunch of videos and then drip them out. So I found that was the most, um, that was the best way for me to, to like manage my time with the posts. Um, but I will say that like, there's so many times that it, it's like, um, I just want to make a video now, you know, I'm just ready to do it. So it's like off the cuff. So sometimes that will happen. Right. Yeah. You just got to do what works for yeah. you in, in the situation, yeah. in the moment or in that, yeah. that week or that day. Yeah. I totally feel you. I'm the same way. Like sometimes I'll like, like last night. I, at nine 30 on a Sunday night, I, I filmed like five videos, you know, because <laughs> right. it's just, whenever you feel it, you feel it. And it's like, right. let's go ahead and get this let's done. Get right. It. Or yeah. like the opposite. If I plan, if, you know, if tomorrow I'm like, you know what, it, it's going to be a good video making day. I'm going to do some videos tomorrow. I have nothing planned. Let's do videos. Well, I'm not feeling good or I'm in a shitty mood or something. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not going to force myself. Yeah. Wait till you, wait till you're feeling more like creative and good about it. That's what I do. Just go with the flow, have a schedule, but with flexibility basically. Right. 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 Um, what about where you do your videos? You usually do them at home. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is my basement. I do a ton of my videos here. Um, sometimes in my kitchen or upstairs, but yeah, mostly at home. Sometimes when I'm out and about though, it can get a little scary when you're doing them in public, right? Like for me, so unless I'm with somebody, if I'm with somebody, it feels better. But like I did my first, no, I've only done like a couple in public by myself. And you want to know something funny? The last time I did it, I was in Chicago and, and sit in the city. And my husband was like, oh my God, that guy was just looking at you and he was just shaking his head. And I was like, oh God, that's what we don't want, right? That's why we're scared to do videos in public. And I'm like, okay, but you know what? I didn't really care. I didn't really give a shit. Like, you know, it's like, okay. He's like, oh my God, it's one of those damn TikTokers out here. And that was a video I was actually paid to do. So I was like, I'm getting paid for this one. Right. Yeah. This is a job. Thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. I agree with you. It, it can be really hard to do whenever you're 100% by yourself. Um, and you don't have like a helper or a friend or a collaborator or something like you're out in public. I've been in the same situation. And um, I, for some reason, I like, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to focus whenever you're out in public and there's lots of stuff going on around you. It's like, I can't get in the zone. Right. It's so different. Yeah, it really is. Um, well, before we go, I want to ask you one more thing. Cause I think this is important for people that want to, um, be social media creators or that are, and they're just starting whatever, and they looking for some sort of words of wisdom. What, what would you say about somebody that thinks that, okay, how do I put this? That basically just thinks that like, oh, well, just cause you have like a hundred thousand something followers that you, that must be like your job and that's all you do. And that's how you make all of your money. And that's everything, you know, when clearly you have other things in your life going on, right? Like, as you told me, so what would you say to, to, to someone like that, that's wanting to know, like what it's like to have a big following and if you can make it a job or not, like, what is, what are your feelings on all of that? I'd say it's completely up to you what you want to do with it. Um, if I, you know, with my following, I could make a products. I can sell things. I can do, I have an audience, so I can, the sky's the limit. I feel I could 
post more and even grow it more, you know? Um, but you don't have to do that. You, um, can do it for fun. <laughs> you know, you, you can basically do whatever you want to with, despite your following, I think. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause I think that maybe there's a bunch of assumptions out there when it comes to, especially when you have a bigger following that it's like, yeah, all of a sudden that that's your whole life and that's all you do. But right. That I know like you, that that's not the case. You have other things in your life. You have other jobs, you you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This is not my whole thing. (laughs) Definitely. It's not. Um, it may, I I know what you're saying. Cause it may seem like that, but no, no, it's I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a mom, a busy, I'm just like a regular Midwestern mom, you know, <laughs> like to a regular Midwestern nice. mom that likes to jam out to Snoop Dogg, like everybody. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> have um, you ever, one more thing, have you ever gotten to like meet any of these rappers or artists that you love their music or have you ever gotten to like interact with them on social or anything? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I mean, I've met so many, I've interacted with so many, um, artists on, on social media, um, whether they liked my post of them, of me lip syncing them or commented or have followed me, or, um, I've had a couple conversations with, with some. So, yeah, I mean, nobody like Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg or anyone huge like that, but, um, you know, I, yeah. So it's been, that's been wild to me. It's been a lot of fun. Right. It is wild, but it's also, you know, from their perspective, it's probably pretty cool for them too, um, to see that, especially like in your case, you're a lot of times you're doing music that it is a throwback and maybe it's not a super current song. So it's cool for these artists to see that their music is alive and well, and people love it. And we're still having fun listening to it. You know, it's gotta be like really flattering for them. Yeah, I think so. I actually had, um, an artist say that to me, commented and was like, Oh, I appreciate what you're doing so much. Keeping this music alive. I'm like, yes, because it was the best music, like best era. So of course right. what I'm going to do. Best. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Final question. This is like major pressure, but do you Uh-oh. have a favorite artist or even just like a couple or something that's just like hands down, you just love so much of their music. That is the least amount of pressure I've ever been. Okay, good. I didn't want to- <laughs> it's Tupac. I am yeah. a huge Tupac fan. I have a feeling you would say that. Always will. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, you can't go wrong there. No. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much, Kyla, for doing this with me. I will let you go and get back to your life. Um, but before we do, let everybody know uh, how to find you on social media. And of course, we'll also put it in the show notes of this episode. Sure. You can find me on TikTok under Kyla Janelle or Instagram, Kyla Janelle underscore and threads. I'm loving threads too. Threads. (laughs) Threads has been fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you so much, babe, for doing this. Thank you, Brittany. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.